Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Sunrise, sunset. Sunrise, sunset. Swiftly uh, flow the days. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, time, time just barrels on. It just zooms by and I don't know, before you know it, I can't curl my toes and I find it hard to pee. But don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan of the alternative. I'm not ready to feed the worms. I don't want to move into any box or anything. I got, I got plenty. I got plenty to do. I got plenty of mischief ahead of me. But can I tell you what really blows my mind? What really blows my mind is that my son, Tommy, you all remember my son, Tommy, Tommy Black? Tommy, that little pisher, who just the other day was playing with Legos and eating sand with a plastic shovel is getting ready to apply to college. I mean, I, 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 I really, I can't believe it. I can't believe it and what makes matters worse, way worse in fact, is like Jesus before him, he's determined to go into his father's business. Yep, little Tommy wants to become an artist. And if that weren't bad enough, he's dead set on becoming a visual artist, or what Duchamp liked to call a retinal artist. I mean, he wants to actually make things with his hands. I mean, let that sink in for just a second. He wants to make things with his hands. He wants to paint. Oh God. I mean, he likes to draw and he wants to make things with his hands. And he wants to do it with skill. So he thinks the best way to pick up skill is an art school. And I don't have to tell you, art school ain't cheap. I mean, I'm looking at more than 70,000 G's per year. And I'll tell you another thing, that kind of scratch doesn't fall from the sky even for me, Timmy Black, Los Angeles' number one arts podcaster. 70,000 bucks a year for a BFA is, it's, it's gonna hurt a lot. Anyway, what am I gonna do? He's my son. And honestly, I only have myself to blame me being his primary male role model, the poor kid. Anyway, we've been doing the college tour thing, right? I think we visited uh, about a dozen schools already, most of them on the East Coast, which is still dining out on its reputation as being the more adult coast. Of course, we all know that's no longer true. But I have to say this, one thing I found at those elite East Coast art schools, something that the West Coast art schools don't seem to have picked up on yet. What they have over there are what they call developmental coaching. 
And if you're wondering what that is, I was puzzled first as well. I mean, I'm old enough to remember art school where professors used to smoke weed with their favorite students and let's face it, intergenerational conjugality was more the rule than it was a felony. I mean, now, in addition to the boilerplate studio classes, each student in many of these elite East Coast art schools is assigned a coach in order to help them, I suppose, thrive. That's what they call it, thrive, and to make the most of their college or art college experience. To me, this is a, a completely novel idea. I mean, I'm more interested in the size of the etching presses. And I, I was so mystified about this coaching business that when Tommy or <laughs> went off with his group to tour the facilities, I knocked on the door of what they call the exceptional section. That's where the coaches' offices are. I wanted to talk to one of these miracle workers. Now, I'm used to evaluating the serious, the serious nature of an art school by, well, by the, the filth and, 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 by, and by the smell, frankly. If a place reeks of turpentine and the walls are stained with charcoal, fingerprints and all that, I, I know there's something, there's something of consequence going on. But this school, the one I'm describing, and, and, and it's not exceptional, by the way, I, I, many of them were like this, this particular school smelled from, well, it was vaguely, it vaguely smelled from bread and disinfectant. And the walls were, were clotted with, with glossy, inspirational posters exhorting the students to bring their best selves to class. Now, the exceptional section, which is in the administrative building and shares a floor with the self-care and meditation rooms, that place didn't smell from bread. It, 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 it smelled more from coffee, from coffee and from patchouli. And I was greeted by a lovely young woman whose smile was so broad, so wide, so strained, that for the first few seconds, I couldn't help staring at her mouth and wondering, anatomically speaking, how such a contortion was physically possible. But quickly, I, I woke up from my trance when I spotted a bit of lipstick and a poppy seed or two on one of her incisors. Anyway, let's call this woman Grace, just to protect her. Just to protect her and to protect me and to protect the art school, which, as you've undoubtedly noticed, has remained nameless. Nimmy, Timmy, me, me, Timmy, can no longer afford lawsuits. I cannot afford any more lawsuits. You can't imagine how litigious artists are these days. God forbid somebody messes with their brand. So we've got a fake name, Grace, and the art school is nameless. Anyway, Grace invited me into her office where, by the way, the only furniture were these giant, beanbag chairs. Are, are beanbags technically chairs? I don't know. But I do know that one doesn't simply sit on a beanbag. One plops on a beanbag and, and desperately hopes it won't be too difficult to get up again. Anyway, being Timmy Black, I got right to the point. I asked Grace, I said to Grace, I asked Grace, what exactly is a develop, develop, developmental coach? 
And what the heck are they doing in art schools? And, and, and with that same extra human, broad, toothy smile, this, this, this time without the poppy seeds, I don't know how she got rid of them without me noticing, but still her teeth were vaguely tagged with small hieroglyphs of lip gloss. Anyway, she went on to describe in excruciating, incomprehensible detail how different the art world is today than from generations past. And I mean, hey, I thought I was an expert in this, but she talked about, well, she talked about things like leadership and, and influencing and algorithms and multi-level marketing and data-driven subject matter and comprehensibility and political astuteness, cultural sensitivity, networking, inclusivity, social cohesion, social disruption, social responsibility, of course, social media, effective storytelling, effective friendships, effective advertising, effective collaboration. She used a ton of buzzwords like, 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 like synergy and core competencies, pain points and touch points and bandwidth and incentivizing this and that and every, everything is supposed to be directed towards what she called moving the needle. And then it hit me. Now I know why art school is so expensive. They, they let all these tenured professors retire, see? And then they replace them with these inexpensive adjuncts in order to make room for these highly credentialed career coaches who could easily find other work at Snapchat or IBM, and they have to pay them the, the, the going corporate rate. And of course it makes perfect sense. These kids have to learn how to make a living. And they're not going to learn how to make a living from their 3D design adjunct professor because if their 3D design adjunct professor knew anything about making a living, she wouldn't be working as an adjunct with a one semester contract at $78 an hour. Yeah, art school has changed. And I'm all in. I'm all in. And my son, Tommy, is blissfully clueless. The, he believes he'll learn how to draw and he'll learn how to paint and that he'll be inspired by, by dedicated faculty members who are eccentrically passionate about the world of ideas. And I'm not gonna tell him about these developmental coaches because I'm sure they'll be pragmatic and encouraging and most importantly, they will empower him to optimize his best professional strategy in order to one day appear on the lives of contemporary artists.